Hello, my name is Jordan Tardo, and I'm the lead pastor at Experience Church. I'd like to take a moment and just say thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast today. I hope this message blesses you. I hope it encourages you. I hope it strengthens you for what God has called you to today. So we've been doing a series called Frequency. Frequency. Pastor Jordan has been teaching on an awesome message about hearing the voice of God. Hearing the voice of God. He talked about preparing ourselves to hear. And how do we do that? We prepare ourselves by uh, dealing with polluted heart, issues in our heart, uh, things that distract our hearts, and uh, immature heart issues that we have. He talked about um, God speaking, but to who? God speaks to children and to servants and to uh, those who are close. The one I like was that God speaks to me. God speaks to me. I love that I can have a relationship where God will speak to me. He also talked about how God speaks or why, why does God speak? He speaks for directions and instructions to caution us and to inspire us for inspiration. And how do we recognize God's voice? We recognize God's voice by asking ourselves, does it line up with the word of God? Does it make me more Christ-like? Does it give me godly counsel? And does it give me peace in all my peers and what they're saying lining up with the word of God? Is what my pastor's saying lining up with God's word? And also my parents, am I getting godly counsel from my parents? God speaks, and I'm so excited that I have a God that will speak to me. I want to talk to you real quick from a subject, God's positioning system. God's positioning system, GPS. (laughs) GPS, we know GPS is a system that provides users with positioning navigation, and time. And there's three segments to it. There's the space segment. I, I don't know anything about it. Uh, there's a control segment, and there's also a user segment. All I know is that there's something up in space sending down information <laughs> that tells me where I need to be and when I'm going to get there. And I don't know about you all, but I need GPS in my life. Like, GPS is my friend. I I need GPS to get from church back to home. (laughs) I need GPS. I want to read a a quick scripture out of Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 4. And it reads, Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred, And from your father's house unto a land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation. And I will bless you. And make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee. And curse him that curse thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth 
be blessed. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. And Lot went with him, and Abraham was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran. Now, here's a man, and as I was reading this story, I began to think about Abraham. It doesn't say much about Abraham in the Bible before this, but I know that Abraham's father, Terah, made idols. He, 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 he made idols. So I don't know if Abraham really had a relationship with God. Or I don't know how he came into a relationship with God. All I know is that God came to Abraham and he spoke and said, Abraham, I need you to get out of the country. And the Bible said that God told Abraham, if you do what I say, I will. That's always a reward when we hear God and we respond to what God is saying. If you do this, I will do this. And I'm here to tell you, if God spoke a word in your life and told you to do something, I, I challenge you to do it and reap the reward that God has for your life. Because God is a God that cannot lie. If God speak a word into our life, he is not going to lie. He's going to bring it to pass. Matter of fact, the Bible says that his word will not come back unto him void. But it will accomplish what it was sent for to do. God spoke a word to Abraham's life. Now Abraham had a choice. He had to decide, do I believe God? I asked myself this question. If, if, if it was me and my wife came and I came to my wife and I said, baby, come on, let's go. Get, get everything packed. We got to leave. She will say, well, what, what are you talking about? Well, God just spoke to me. God told me we got to get out of this country. We got to get out of this house. I got to leave my job. I got to leave everything. Let's go. We got to go. My wife probably look at me and say, well, God ain't spoke to me yet. <laughs> you, you, you need to keep going to work and pay these bills so God speak to me. <laughs> Amen. But, but Abraham believed God. Amen. Which brings me to my first point. Abraham did not know where he was going. But Abraham heard the word of God. Abraham believed God. In other words, Abraham, he accepted that what God said was true. God, you said it, I believe it, and that settled it. And that's where we got to get in our lives. We got to get to a point where if God said it, I believe it, and that settled it. Abraham believed God. He needed God's GPS system to navigate him to a place that he knew not because Abraham did not know where he was going. All he knew was that God said to go. God didn't say where to go. God didn't say it's going to be a big tree down here on your right side, make a left turn right there. God just said go. And oftentimes we have to do like Abraham and believe the word of God by faith. James chapter 2 in verse 23 reads this, like this. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. And he was called God's friend. Abraham believed God. Do you believe the word that God is speaking to your life? 
When you read the Bible, are you believing what God is saying to you? Hebrews tells us that God spoke in time past to our fathers through prophets. But God has spoken in these last days to us by his son, Jesus Christ. God is speaking, but are we hearing? God is speaking, but are we obedient to what God is saying? God is speaking every time you pick up the Bible to read it, but are you reading it? You cannot hear from God if you're not reading the word of God, if you're not moving things that are distracting you from hearing God. The first thing we need to do when we hear from God is ask ourselves, do I believe God? Do I believe the word of God? Do I believe what God is saying in my life? The Bible says Abraham believed God, but not only did he believe it, I love where it says, and he was called God's friend. He was called God's friend. A friend means that we need to establish a relationship with God in order for us to be able to hear God clearly. And we do that by reading God's word, by fellowshipping with other believers, by praying and communicating with God. By separating ourselves from the things of the world. Because I want to build a relationship with God. Being a friend meaning, means that someone in my life is loyal to me. Somebody's trustworthy. Somebody's dependable and reliable. Someone who knows me personally. I need a friend in my life who's going to tell me when I'm going the wrong way that I'm going the wrong way. Somebody that knows me. I don't need somebody who, who just is in my life. I need a person that knows when I'm off track to tell me, hey, you're off track. Somebody who can speak a word in my life. If I, I need a friend that when I say, you know what, I'm about to go bust her, bust her windows out because she cheated on me. <laughs> I don't need somebody in my life to say, yeah, man, she did that. You, that's what you need to go do. Go handle that. I don't need that in my life. I need somebody who know, no, I know you. You don't need to do that. Amen. <laughs> I need friends in my life, somebody who's going to speak truth in my life, somebody who's reliable and dependable. And I'm here to tell you that God is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. God is a friend that you can believe, that you can trust, that you can count on. Abraham believed God. And he was called a friend of God. But not only that, he believed that God was a rewarder. Do you believe that God is a rewarder? It's not good enough to just believe that God exists. I need to believe that he is a rewarder. God, I believe that you can reward me healing for a headache. But I, do I believe that God can reward me healing for cancer? We got to believe that God is a rewarder, not only in small things, but also in big things in our lives. Not only in the good times, but when we're going through dark times in our lives. Believe that God is a rewarder. In other words, that God, he got your back. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's with you always. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hebrews 11:6 say, says this. And without faith, it is impossible to please God 
Because anyone who comes to God, he must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Do you believe that God is a rewarder today in your life for the things that you've been praying for, the things that you've been asking God for? And you, God, you cannot hear God if you don't believe God. In order to hear God speak, you have to believe God and have faith in God. A lot of people don't believe God because some people grew up in families where they just didn't believe God. So it's hard for you to believe God. It's hard for you to to get outside of that mindset because all you knew, knew growing up was that your parents didn't believe God. There's a study that shows that 32% of atheists says that they grew up in families that did not, that did believe God. But now there's another study that says 60% of atheists was raised in families that went to church every day. So somewhere, their faith got deterred. Somewhere in life, they stopped believing God. And I'm here to tell you, we cannot allow things to keep us from believing God. There's exposures that we face in life, like teachings and friends and people we hang out with that changes our mindset by what we believe. We cannot allow people and situation and emotions and intellects and and fears to stop us from believing in God. We got to continue to believe God so that we can hear God. Not only did Abraham believe God, but Abraham also obeyed God. Hebrews chapter 11 says, By faith Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as an inheritance, obeyed and went even though he did not know where he was going by faith he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country he lived in tents as did Isaac and Jacob who were heirs with him of the same promise for he was looking forward to a city with foundations whose architect and builder is God. Abraham obeyed God. Even though he did not know where he was going, the Bible says that he departed. When God spoke, he departed. It's not only enough to believe God, but we have to learn to obey God when God speaks a word to our lives. Abraham didn't know where he was going. He he was dependent on God's GPS system. Sometimes we're uncertain about our lives and our destination, our futures, our careers, where we're going. But we have to trust that God will guide us and navigate us through life. I don't know about you, but I need God's GPS system. I need God to navigate me through life, navigate my marriage, navigate my career, navigate the situation that I find myself in. Help me to navigate when I come to a choice in my life where I don't know which way to go. I need God to navigate my life. Amen? And we have a navigation system within us, someone who will speak to us and, and, and allow us to um, hear from God, to go right or left. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 reads this. 
It says, but as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of the, of, the, of the spirit? Excuse me. For what man knoweth the things of a man except the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we may know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teach, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receive not the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them because they are spiritually discern we have the gps of god's holy spirit in our lives as born again believers and if we would take time to listen to the spirit of god in our lives but we cannot hear the spirit of god if we have things that are distracting us from hearing god's spirit i have all these different voices going on in my life i have the voice of the world the voice of my own conscience, the voice of my wife, the voice of my kids, the voice of social media, the voice of friends, all these different voices in my life. How can I hear the Spirit of God? How can I hear which way to go? That's why, Pastor, when he ministered the word that we have to get rid of all these distractions and begin to silence all these distractions in our lives so that we can hear that still, small voice of God's Holy Spirit in our lives. I need to be able to hear God so that God can navigate me through all the challenges that I face in life because I know that I can miss it. One thing I hate when I'm riding down the road with the GPS is I hate to hear reroute. <laughs> I hate to hear when it tells me to reroute. Reroute means that I just missed my turn. I missed it. Now I got to go all the way down the street to turn back around to come and try to get, on, get back on my path. I don't know about y'all, but I'm too old to keep rerouting. I can't do it again, Lord. No, Lord, no. I can't go around in a circle again. I need to get my turn now. I can't miss it again. Amen. I'm tired of rerouting. I want to get it right this time, Lord. I want to hear the Spirit of God in my life. God, send down a word in my spirit. This thing is acting up for some reason. I don't know what's going on here. All right. God... Sitting on high, sending down a word in my spirit, telling me and directing me, but I got to take heed to what he's saying, which means I got to silence things in my life. Like when I'm driving, going on a trip, all the kids in the back making noise, shouting and playing, and I'm trying to hear the GPS because I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> so I need y'all to sit down and shut up. <laughs> because I can't miss another turn. And that's what we need to do. We need to tell things in our lives to shut up. 
so that I can hear God and let God navigate my life. Come on. Anybody want God to navigate their life? Meaning God plan my life, direct my life like a ship, Lord, on the sea. You are the captain of my life. Guide me, Lord. Navigate my life. Abraham, amen, as he left, he, he, the Bible say that he, he also had, you know, his heirs, the heirs that he had, which was, was um, Isaac and Jacob, they was also part of the promises. So they were seeing, and this is for the parents, they were seeing Abraham trusting God, believing God, relying upon God. We as believers, whether we're, we have kids or maybe in the future, you have to make sure your kids can hear the voice of God. Make sure they know how to operate the GPS system so that it'll help them make better choices and decisions in life. So when they're in school, the GPS is still speaking to them. Lord, navigate my life, navigate my kids. And I just love this part where he talks about the architect. It says that he, he's an architect. Go back to that scripture, um, Hebrews chapter 11. It says, for he was looking forward to the city with foundations whose architect and builder is God. See, this is why I need to hear God. I can't afford to miss God because I need to get to the things in life that God has prepared for me. I need to get to the to things that the architect or the builder, which is God, has already prepared in my life. God knows my purpose. He knows my, the destination that he needs for me to go to get to my purpose. So I can't afford not to hear God. I don't know about you, but I need what God has built for my life. I need, I need the good, great architect, which is God himself, to continue to build my relationships and build my marriages and build my career and just build me up as a man of God. I need God to continue to speak to me so that I can get to the place that he has built for me. Not only did Abraham believe God, not only did Abraham obeyed God. But I love how the scripture says Abraham got out. Genesis said, get thee out of the country. Get out. And I believe that God is telling us as believers, God is speaking, but are we hearing? Sometimes we wait for God to speak through people, through friends and, you know, the world. But, but God is really speaking to us. Just like he told Abraham, get thee out. I believe God is speaking today and just telling us to get out of some stuff. To get out of some stuff. Sometimes we're looking for God to, to make thunder and fire to hear from God, to know that it's God. But God is speaking in our hearts. That conviction sometimes that we have in our heart, that's God. And I believe that God is saying, just get out. Get out of some relationships that you may be in. Some relationships that is causing you to get farther away from God. 
some relationships that's causing you to do stuff in your life that's not of God. Some people in your lives who's been so negative in your life to where you can't really focus on God. People can be a distraction in our lives. Married couples, I'm not talking about you getting out of your relationship. But sometimes there's relationships that we have that we need to get out of. Maybe it's a relationship on the job. Maybe I'm married and I'm, uh, I'm hanging out with somebody of a different um, sex than I am at the job. And we've been flirting. Maybe that relationship God is saying get out of. Maybe I'm hanging out with my, 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 my boo thing, my girlfriend, my, you know, my partner a little, little too late alone. And now we're being compromised. Maybe I need to get out of that relationship. Maybe my, my, my partner keep telling me, come on, let's go out to drink. And, and I'm hanging out with them. And, you know, I'm just drinking a little bit or smoking a little bit. And, and I'm doing things of the world. Maybe God is saying, get out of that. I like this scripture right here because Abraham missed it sometimes in Genesis chapter 22. Abraham missed God a few times in his life. When God told him to get out, he got out, but he brought Lot with him. God never said to bring Lot. He said, get out from your kinfolks. Abraham missed it. Later on in the story, as you read the story, him and Lot and their servants began to bicker and fight against each other. All because he didn't hear God right. There was another incident where Abraham missed it. He missed it whenever God told him he would have a son from Sarah. And he thought, you know, because it's been 10 years now, God, you, you haven't moved yet. He decided, you know what, why don't you go into um, to, um, Hagar? And he went and had made it out with Hagar. And now they had another child, which was Ishmael, which was not the promised child. And now they're having problems within their marriage because he missed God. So now, right here at this point in Genesis chapter 22 and verse 5, Abraham was getting ready to go and sacrifice his son, Isaac, because God wanted to make sure Abraham did not put anything above him. And Abraham had a son in his old age, and he loved his son. So he want, God wanted to make sure that he didn't love the son more than he loved God. And God told Abraham, I want you to go, and I want you to offer up your son, your only son, Isaac. And it reads right here in Genesis 22 and 5. And Abraham said unto his young men, see, God never said for Abraham to bring men with him. He said, you and the lad go here. But Abraham brought some young men with him. But Abraham said unto the young men, abide here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again. So in other words, Abraham began to realize that, hold on, I can't miss it this time. I can't reroute this time. God didn't tell me to bring them. Why don't you all stay here? I'm going to say with the donkeys. <laughs> with the donkeys. While me and the lad go up here to worship. Because some people, you just got to tell in your life, just stay here with the donkeys. 
because God is calling me to another level. I've heard God in my life, and i got to get to another level in my life. God is trying to take you to another level in worship, but you got to leave some people behind. You can come back again another time and deal with them. Amen? God is speaking to us, but are we hearing? I also think God is speaking to us about unforgiveness. And I think God is telling us to get out of some unforgiveness. And a lot of us have been holding unforgiveness in our heart for a while. And God's been telling us to get it out, get out of it for a while. But it's hindering me from hearing God. I, I remember in my own life that I had unforgiveness in my heart. And I was really upset with a certain individual. And I was angry. I was serving God. I was praying. I was singing in the choir. I was preaching and ministering the gospel. But I was angry. And I had unforgiveness in my heart. And, and, and I was trying to hear God, but I always heard God, but he always pointed and spoke to that unforgiveness. But I didn't want to hear that. I didn't want to hear that, God, because they hurt me. And God, I think God is saying, hey, I want you to get out of some stuff. I'm speaking the word to your life. Get out of unforgiveness. A lot of time when we search ourselves, we don't understand how deep the unforgiveness is, is in our heart. I never knew I had an issue with my mom when I was growing up because my mom was an alcoholic. Now, years later, I went to a freedom conference and they began to dig it out of me. And they began to shine a light on something that was in my heart to where I realized, you know what? I got to get out of this. I can't hear God when I'm keeping this in my heart. I need to get released from this thing. And a lot of us are holding unforgiveness because we may have been heartbroken or experienced rejection or sexual abuse in our lives or molestation and rape. All of these things are real and, and betrayal in my life, and because of these things, I'm holding this into my heart, and God is saying, get out. You ever saw the movie Get Out? <laughs> Amen. The guy was finally realizing that this stuff's trying to kill me. I got to get out of here. These people trying to kill me. And this is what God's saying. This, is, this unforgiveness in your heart, you need to get out because it's poison that you drink expecting the next person to die. We got to get it out. Also, God just want us to get out of some sinful situations. Get out of some sinful situations. As I close, I just want to say, we can't hear God if we're living a life of sin. The Bible says to put off the former conversation the old man and put on the new man. I encourage you, read Ephesians chapter 4 because it talks about putting off some stuff out of your life and putting on the new man. And then he begins to tell you things that we have in our lives that we need to put off like lying and anger and bitterness and drunkenness and cursing, and, and, and all this stuff. It's saying, put it off. Get it out of your life. The Bible says to let us lay aside every weight in the sin that does so easily beset us. 
come on, we can't run the race. We can't hear God when we have sin in our lives. As I close, there are some things in our lives. There's a journey that we may be on. And if we're not hearing God's voice, we will miss God's blessing. God is telling us today to reroute your life. To reroute. Listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit as a born-again believer that you have within you. And allow God to reroute your life because God knows the plan that he has for your life. Just reroute. Reroute simply means you missed the turn, but when you get down the road, I tell you to make another turn. It's not too late. It's not too late. God is also telling us to make a U-turn. U-turn. When he's saying a U-turn, you just simply got to turn around because you done missed all the roads where I can reroute you. You'd have missed it. You just got to turn around. <laughs> I can't rewrite it no more. You're way off track. You're way off track. You're lost. You need to make a U-turn. That simply means you just need to repent. Repent simply means to turn around. I was going in one direction and I turn. Let us all bow our heads today.